<clears throat> Good morning. Today we will be studying the second chapter of Hilchot Tefillah. And this chapter deals with the different changes uh, and additions to Tefillah uh, that were added uh, over the years. Uh, and let's get right into it. Halakha Aleph. Bimei Rabban Gamliel, Rabu Hamminim Be'Yisrael. During the days of Rabban Gamliel, the early Christians increased in numbers and in influence amongst the Jews. Again, Rabban Gamliel uh, lived after the time of the destruction of the Second Temple. And the Minim, as we mentioned before, were the early Christians who uh, basically broke off uh, from the Jewish people to begin uh, Christianity. And they would distress the Jewish people and seduce them to return uh, from the ways of God. And because Rabban Gamaliel recognized that this was more important than any personal need of an individual, and he saw that this was truly a national threat, he got up, him and his court, and established one beracha, one blessing in the Amida that would be designated to ask and request from God to destroy the Minim. Just a quick note, uh, something that is a little bit reminiscent of the Hakdama that no one person can come and institute anything on his own. Rather, the Ban Gamliel did this with his court, as uh, we mentioned, also saw in the previous chapter with Ezra uh, and his court as well. And they established it in the Amida in order for this blessing to be fluid and organized. Uh, by everybody. And in the end, overall, uh, the number and quantity of the number of blessings that are in the Amida are a total of 19 blessings. And that is the number that we have today. Something remarkable after uh, almost 1500 years, uh, Jews have been saying the Amida, the same blessings, the same themes in the blessings, and something that. Uh, is truly unique among the Jewish people. Halakha bet. Bechol tefillah, mishalosh tefillot elu shebechol yom, mitpalel adam tesha' esre berachot elu al haseder. In each of the three daily prayers, an individual prays these 19 blessings in order. Bamed devarim amurim, when is this said? Beshemata da'ato mechuvenet u'shonot emahert likrot. This is only said when an individual is focused and is fluent in the prayer. But if an individual was distressed or occupied or not fluent in the prayer, an individual that again isn't fluid or is occupied or distracted prays the first three blessings. And then one blessing in the middle that includes the themes of all the middle ones, and then the last three blessings, and he has fulfilled his obligation. Just something to keep in mind, in those times they didn't have Sidurim. So not everybody 
uh, new the themes necessarily or how to expand on the themes and as a result Hachamim instituted uh, the following beracha in order for in, in, for somebody that wasn't fluent or articulate in the prayer and also for someone that wasn't just simply wasn't able to focus uh, for that long the following is the blessing that Chachamim instituted that included the theme of all the middle berachot. Give us understanding, God, to know your ways. And circumcise our heart in order to have reverence towards you. Be forgiving to us in order for us to be redeemed. Keep us far away from sorrow and make us prosperous and allow us to dwell in the pastures of your land, meaning Eretz Israel. And gather the scattered ones. And those who go astray in your knowledge, may they then be judged. And on the evil ones, please wave your hand. And allow the righteous to rejoice in the building of your city, meaning Yerushalayim, and the reestablishment of your temple, and the sprouting of the horn of David, your servant, and the rekindling of the light of the son of Yishai, the anointed one, meaning David. Before we call, you answer. Before we speak, you will listen. Because you hearken in all the times of distress. You deliver and save from all troubles. Blessed be you who hears uh, the prayer. Again, anyone who's familiar with the Amidah recognizes that this is basically a summary of all the themes. And again, there is a lot to be said about the organization and the order of the Amidah, uh, but unfortunately the time allotted to the Shur will not allow. When is this said that an individual can say this short beracha uh, that includes all of the themes and fulfill its obligation? During the summer days. But during the days of the rain, an individual does not pray Havinenu, this short Beracha, because he must ask for rain during the Beracha and the theme that we ask for the prosperous year. <clears throat> because the economy in Israel depended and still does depend on the rain, the rain is something extremely important for us, on an, both on a national level and on an individual level. An individual's uh, who has a farm, who has livestock, does depend on the rain. And the national economy of Israel was very, very heavily dependent on rain. So an individual wouldn't be able to say Havinenu because he needs to ask for rain uh, in Birkat Hashanim. Similarly, similarly on uh, the after Shabbat prayer and after uh, the holidays, an individual does not pray Havinenu. Because he needs to uh, say Havdalah or the paragraph of distinction between the sacred and profane, uh, namely 
Kodesh and Hol at the end of these uh, Shabbat and holidays. On Shabbat and Yom Tov, in each of the daily prayers, of the four daily prayers, an individual prays seven, uh, has seven blessings in each Amidah. The three usual ones at the beginning and the end. And one blessing in the middle about the theme of the day, be it for Shabbat or Yom Tov. On Shabbat, the conclusion for the middle blessing is that who sanctifies the Shabbat. And on the holidays that they would go up to the Beit HaMikdash, an individual would, they would conclude the Beracha, that who sanctifies Israel and the times. If the holiday happened to fall out on Shabbat, an individual would conclude that who sanctifies Shabbat, Israel, and the times. Just something quick to point out uh, why uh, we have Mekadesh Yisrael Lehazemanim, that who distinguishes, and distinct, dis, uh, distinguishes the Jews and the times, because that the Jews, namely Betin, would sanctify uh, the months and would establish the timing of the holidays by announcing the new moon, or Kiddush HaChodesh, Kiddush Levana, Bezat Hashem will see that uh, in the following uh, halachot, in Sefer Zimanim, Bezat Hashem. Berosh Hashanah achot min bah, melech al kol ha'aris, ikadesh Yisrael ve'yom hazikaron. On Rosh Hashanah, we conclude, King of the world, that who distinguishes Israel, and the day of remembrance and memorial, as Rosh Hashanah is the day of remembrance. Ve'im haya Shabbat, chotem ba melech al kol ha'aris, ikadesh Shabbat ve'yisrael ve'yom hazikaron. If it was Shabbat, an individual would conclude, King and Master, of the land that who distinguishes Shabbat and Israel and uh, the Day of Remembrance. When is this conclusion said on Rosh Hashanah? On the prayers of Arvit, Shaharit, and Mincha, about Tefilat Hamusafin, Rosh Hashanah. But for in regards to the additional prayer on Rosh Hashanah called Musaf, an individual prays nine blessings. The three first and three last blessings of every day. And three blessings in the middle. The first blessing of these three in the middle. The topic and theme is the sovereignty of God. The second is remembrance. The third is... Uh, Shofarot, references to the Shofar. And the conclusion for each one of these blessings is according to its respective theme. In each of the prayers on Yom Kippur, 
of the, in each of the five prayers, an individual has five blessings. The three usual uh, beginning and last blessings. And the middle one uh, about the theme of Yom Kippur. And the conclusion is, King of the world, Sovereign of the world, <clears throat> that who sanctifies Israel and Yom Kippur. And if it fell out, Yom Kippur fell out on Shabbat, he concludes each tefillah, uh, king of the world that who sanctifies Shabbat in Israel and uh, Yom Kippurim. When is it said? It's only said uh, for uh, each, uh, for each, for Yom Kippur on every year. However, on Yom Kippur, the year of the Jubilee year, the 50th year of the Shemitah cycle, and that in the, on the 50th year, the Jubilee year, Yom Kippur, on Yom Kippur, uh, the Musaf prayer is the same nine Berachot that we mentioned in regards to Rosh Hashanah and Musaf, Musaf of Rosh Hashanah. It's the same blessings, not more, not less. And we only pray this Amidah of Musaf that include on Yom Kippur that we use the Berachot of Rosh Hashanah when the Yovel is in practice. And we'll see those Halachot when we study Halachot Shemitah in Yovel. Now, something that applies to every Amidah that we pray, in every prayer that we pray, an individual uh, opens his Amidah and prefaces the first Beracha and says, God, Please open my lips and allow my mouth to say your praise. And this is something that truly sets the tone for an individual uh, before he stands before the master of the world and humbles a person before God, before asking all of his requests. And when an individual, uh, before he finishes his Amidah, Omer, he says, let my words be accepted for you, and let the thoughts of my heart before you, God, my rock and foundation, and my redeemer. And after that, he steps backwards and concludes his Amidah. On the days of the new moon and on the intermediate days of the festivals, an individual prays Arvit, Shaharit, Minha, just like a regular day, Ve'omer Ba'avoda, and he has an addition in uh, the blessing called Avoda or Retze, Elohenu Ve'lva, Wotenu Ya'alevi Avo. He has this addition uh, called Ya'alevi Avo, a remembrance, rise and come. Pamusaf. However, 
for the Musaf prayer that is on Rosh Chodesh in Chol HaMoed, Mitpalel Tefilat Musaf, Kemoshe Mitpalel Beyom Tov, he prays Musaf, the Musaf prayer, just as he prays on the holiday. Ubrashe Chodashim, however on Rosh Chodesh, Mitpalel Sheva Berachot, he prays, he has seven blessings, Shalosh Rishonot Veshalosh Acharonot, Yom Ta'iyit Mien Korban Rosh Chodesh, he prays the three opening and closing blessings, and the middle blessing as a theme of the Qurban that was brought on Rosh Chodesh. And he concludes it, uh, that who sanctifies Israel and the new moon, the new month. Shabbat shechal aliyot b'cholo shel ha-moed. Mechen Rosh Chodesh shechal aliyot b'shabbat. A Shabbat that also falls on Chol moed and also Rosh Chodesh that falls out on Shabbat. What he prays, seven, but that includes seven blessings just like a regular Shabbat. And he includes and adds in Avodah. However, for the Musaf prayer, individual begins this the middle blessing uh, with Shabbat and closes uh, about the topic of Shabbat and in the middle talks about uh, the sanctification of the day uh, of Rosh Chodesh and he concludes the Beracha of on Rosh Chodesh uh, that who distinguishes and sanctifies Shabbat, Israel, and the new month. And if it was Cholamu'ed, he concludes it just as he would conclude it on a holiday that fell out on Shabbat. And additionally, if Yom Tov fell out on the first day of the week, meaning Sunday, he prays and says the fourth blessing with the following addition. You made known to us, God, your righteous laws, and you taught us the statutes of your will. And you gave, and God, you gave us the sanctity of Shabbat and the honor of the holy days and the holidays and the celebration of the regalim that we would go to the Mikdash. In between Shabbat and the sanctity of the holidays you distinguished. And the seventh day in Shabbat, you sanctified and set, and, uh, set aside. And you gave us the holidays <coughs> to be happy on them. And then the rest we'll, we'll see at the end of the Chotefila where Harambam gives the formula for the rest of this Barakah. And at the ending of Shabbat and Yom Tov of every year, of every holiday and every Shabbat, 
we say in the Berachatahonen, we say Atahonantanu, that distinguishes between Shabbat and the rest of the week or the holiday and the rest of the week, even though he also does have dala on the cup of, on a cup of wine. He also does it in the Amidah. During Hanukkah and Purim, we add in the thanks give, thanks give in the blessing of thanks, uh, the addition of Alhanisim, that who did miracles for our forefathers. Shabbat Shalom. If Purim or Hanukkah fell out on Shabbat, he adds Alhanisim. In Musaf, just like he adds in all the other uh, blessings and prayers. Halakha Yudalit. Halakha Tedzayin, sorry. Bimat Ha'aniyot, Afil Yachit Sheit Anna Mosif Beshomea Tefillah, Anenu Hashem Elokeinu Anenu. On the fast days, even an individual who fasted on his own adds in the blessing of Shomea Tefillah, Answer us, God, answer us. Anenu. However, the, if an individual is part of a congregation, uh, the Hazan would add Anenu as its own Beracha in between the Berachot of Goel and Rofe. And he concludes it, Baruch Hashem, that who answers us in a time of distress, Ben Goel Rofe. In between uh, the beracha again of Goel and Rofeh, and as a result, he will have a total of 20 blessings in his Amidah. On uh, the ninth of Av, which is the national mourning day of the Jewish people, we add in the blessing of Bonei Rushalayim. Have mercy on us, God, and on the Jewish people, your nation, and on Yerushalayim, your city, capital, uh, the city that is uh, in mourning, that is destroyed and desolate. On all of the days of rain, uh, on the second blessing, we ask, that who we say a special prayer that who brings down the rain and asks God for the rain. And during the summer days, we ask, we say and ask for God to bring down the dew. From when does an individual start saying From the Musaf prayer of the last day of Sukkot or Shemini Atzeret. Until the morning prayer of the first day of Pesach. And starting from the Musaf prayer of the last uh, day of Yom Tov of Pesach, we say, Beginning with the seventh day of Mar Heshvan, uh, we ask for the rain and the blessing of 
the prosperity of the year, as long as we ask for the rain in the second beracha, as you mentioned. And the timing here is pretty significant. This that we start this the seventh day of Mahashvan, which is 15 days after Sukkot, so that those who came to the Beit Hamidash from afar would make it back in time and the Jews wouldn't be praying for rain while the other Jews would still be traveling. As many Jews lived outside of Israel uh, during the Second Temple. When is this said that we only start saying after with the seven, begin to say the uh, blessing of Gishamim, the seventh day of Mahishban in Israel. However, in Iraq, in Syria, in Egypt, and the places close to them, and the places that have similar that are similar to them in geography, we ask for the rain sixty days after uh, the autumnal equinox or September 23rd, uh, which is the day that the night, the hours of night and day are almost 12 hours each. Halakha Yotet. There are certain places that require rain during the summer days. If you go to Yehayama Rehokim, just like the far islands, they have the ability to ask for rain whenever they need in the blessing of Shomea Tefillah. And in the places that they do outside of Israel, namely two days of Yom Tov on the, uh, on the Shalosh Regalim, on the holidays, Omer Morida Geshem, Bitfilat Musaf Shede Yom Rishon Shemini Atzeret, Mitpalel Veholech Kol Yom Ategeshamim. We say, uh, the blessing of Morida Geshem on the Musaf prayer of the first day of Shemini Atzeret, and he says it all uh, from then onwards, uh, all the days of uh, the rainy season. All year round, we conclude the third blessing uh, with the conclusion of Ha'el HaKadosh. And the 11th Beracha, we concluded the king or sovereign who loves and loves righteousness and judgment. But during the 10 days that are in between Rosh Hashanah until after Yom Kippur, the third, we conclude the third blessing instead of Ayel HaKadosh, HaMelech HaKadosh, and the 11th blessing we concluded HaMelech HaMishpat. To, to uh, have and remind these people this theme of God's sovereignty in order for them to do Teshuvah. Final halacha, halacha chaf alef. Yesh mekamot shenagu ba'asad yamim elu lehosif bibracha rishona lochen lachayim vashiniya michamoch abrahaman umosifim bibrachat shemona esret zechor hachamecha uchvosh umosifim bibracha harona usefer hayiv. There are certain places that had the custom during these 10 days, to add in the first blessing, Zuchrein uh, al-Hayim, in the second blessing, and to add in the 18th blessing, the last blessing, and the last beracha, they would add, 
and we all, if any, if in Harambam, again, we'll mention uh, the full formulation of these at the end. And through this, anyone can open a Sidur, and I'm sure everyone remembers uh, from uh, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, these various editions. And there were certain places that had the custom during these 10 days to add the formulations of Uvchen. And again, I'm sure everyone remembers from Rosh Hashanah, uh, these uh, formulations and these additions. However, it is a minhag that spread out uh, through all of Israel on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur to add these uh, formulations and additions of Uvchen and Uvchen. Tomorrow we'll study the third chapter. It has to do with the timing of each specific tefillah.